0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic are underway in Valencia Will this be the end of their European journey this season? Stevie Clark hits out at sectarian abuse He received during Kilmarnock's defeat to Rangers last night And Lewis Ferguson extends his Aberdeen contract until 2024 I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well, another big night of talking points No doubt Gordon, a lot to get through tonight But starting with Celtic away to Valencia We're eight and a half minutes in Adopted a new shape Looks like it's working very well I'm sure people will want to call in About last night's Rangers performance You know um, Controversial decisions Some may say But Rangers still turned it on A five star performance And also some things That reared their ugly head Also this week in Scottish football So lots to get through tonight Yeah a busy show ahead Gordon um, Obviously it started with Rangers performance last night 5-0 Puts them through to the next round Against Aberdeen up at Pittori but Mark's right, a lot of talking points in that game. But I've got to say, Celtic have started absolutely brilliant here. What a great effort that is uh, from Maya. And um, you've got to say, the pace of this game, and I said on Tuesday night, I didn't fancy Celtic. It's only, what, nine and a half minutes on the clock. I still don't. But if they can get, <laughs> but if they can, but if they can get the first goal, and I've got to say, there's a different shape. They're playing three at the back. They're, Two wing backs are going high up the pitch. They're having a real go, and it's great to see. But make sure you don't concede. Yeah, just a reminder then of the Celtic team this evening. Give us a, a call. Let us know what you make of this new shape. The start to the t- uh, the start to the game. Bain and goal are back. Well, I mean, it's a five or a three, whatever way you look at it. Tolian, Ayer, Boyata, Suminovic, Hayes, Forrest, McGregor, Brown and Christie and Burke up front on his own. So 10 minutes gone, Valencia nil, Celtic nil, Celtic trailing 2-0 on aggregate. They've got a lot of work to do, um, but it's been a good start. I think that's that's all we can say. Um, when you look back on on last night, Mark Wilson, it's going to be, it's going to be split into two. We had a, yeah. a, quite a football match. We had five goals, uh, red cards... Various contentious decisions Rangers progressing in the cup And then we had What happened With Stevie Clark And all the ramifications From the, the sectarian abuse That he received on the night Yeah well Dealing with that first Because it's such a talking point um, And Stevie Clark Was right to highlight it It's something that keeps Occurring in our game And Let's let's get it right It's not just last night You know um, Chris Boyd comes out uh, Has a pop at the Celtic fans For very similar comments and it, it just keeps to it keeps seeming to rear on its head. And it's terrible for our game. For this season to be such a highlight for us, and I'm talking in my lifetime looking at it, it's been so exciting on the park. For people to keep letting our game down off the park, I think it's a, an absolute tragedy. I mean, it's a talking point throughout Britain. Now this, never mind how good the, the title challenge may be or the excitement that signings coming here bring, it always goes back to... What gets shouted And the sectarian abuse That certain individuals get And it's about time we stop it So many heads You know Trying to come together in this country To figure out a way Where to stop it I'm just not sure We're ever going to get there On the field though Five goals Four Mm -hmm. for that man Alfredo Morelos You can talk all you want You can debate him all you want One thing is An absolute certainty He knows where the back of the net is I thought he was unplayable at times last night Gordon I really did Um, And you've got to say some of the finishes 
And everyone, every Ranger supporter there will probably have their favour. I thought the last one, the fourth goal, what a finish, what a turn, what a what a, a strike by past the goalkeeper McDonald. Absolutely no chance. He brings so much to the team. Uh, he's improving every time I see him playing. He's massive mm. for Rangers and. Uh, what a great performance from him. Right, let's start with the Celtic game since it's in its infancy. 01419511025. Big game on right now. Let us know what you made of the, the team selection. Did that change information? Did it did it surprise you? You've maybe had a look at the first twelve and a half minutes. Are you are you feeling a bit more optimistic? I mean, 2-0 down certainly at the moment. Um on aggregate, but a, a bright start. I think we can say that. Looking at that team, Gordon, um a criticism that we hear regularly of Brendan Rodgers is that he has no plan B or he doesn't tr- he doesn't change his, his approach in Europe he always wants to still uh, play the same tonight though at least a bit different three central defenders wing backs I mean I know that's something he's done before but you don't see it that often what, what do you make of it? I, I like it so far Gordon uh, the big question Mark is when they go away from home can they keep a clean sheet and give themselves an opportunity? the one thing they've got from the, the wing backs and middle to front is good movement and bags and bags of pace. But we know this is a quality team as we witnessed last week at Celtic Park and they can easily switch on and pick you off and kill this tie. If Celtic could get the first goal, what a difference it would make. But the big question mark again is, can they keep a clean sheet? And I certainly don't think they can, Gordon, but they've got off to a terrific start, you've got to say. Well, they're certainly controlling possession, um, something that Brendan Rodgers likes to do, but they just seem to have so many options with just that change. Their wing-backs are just reverting back to a, a flat five when they've not got the ball, but as soon as they get the ball, Scott Brown or McGregor get the ball, Hayes is released, Toyan the other side's released, and they're looking attacking threat. That's that's the thing. I think people think when you play a five at the back, it automatically becomes a negative thing. But if you've got two wing-backs... That love to get up and down You know it just becomes a positive So if Celtic can keep this up Then uh, you know If they've got possession for large periods Valencia will tire And Gordon's right It's as important getting a goal The first goal You wonder how Valencia would react And how the fans would react there If Celtic nick a goal before half time Um, But he's right It's so important not to concede But at this moment in time Valencia but I've hardly ever mm. I've hardly been near Celtic box So it's positive um, so far Come on let's hear from you then 01419511025 What are you making of it so far? What about that team at Clyde SSB on Twitter? A big night Gordon perhaps For the likes of, of Johnny Hayes I mean mm-hmm. Emilio Izaguirre he's, he's on the bench he's, he's available He's the one with the experience He's the the conventional left back If you like But he's gone for, for Johnny Hayes tonight And I suppose Maybe could have fallen into the trap Of picking the experienced Lustig as well Hasn't done that So I an opportunity for, for other guys Well when you change your shape Gordon And you go with your three centre backs You say to them right You go and defend Scott Brown As I say they're just giving the ball away This could be trouble already They're lucky there Now what happens is You go with your three centre backs And you say right You defend We'll get the two wing backs High up the pitch With a bit of pace And that's what they've got They've got a good bit of pace Scott Brown gives them a little bit of extra security Sitting in front of them but looking at the game there, Gordon, all the good work can go right out the window because of slackness. And I think that's where Brendan Rodgers, I've got to say, Johnny Hayes in the first 15 minutes has probably had the best 15 minutes of his Celtic career. He's been on the ball, he looks lively, and he's taken Celtic up the park. If you're, see, just watching that passage of play there, Brendan Rodgers will be delighted with the first 15 minutes. 
But you've got three big centre-halves in there Sometimes what you need your centre-halves to do Is just a simple thing And defend Get the ball Give it to Brown Give it to McGregor Hayes, Tolian Let them do the fancy stuff But Boyata Tries to play it to Simunovic You know, slack again And before you know it The guy's through 1v1 Celtic's just lucky that it was so wasteful from Valencia But if you're Brendan Rodgers, you're tearing your head out Surely you say before the game Look, nothing daft Because at this level If you give guys like that too many chances They will punish you And one goal and the tie's over But but you've got to ask the question, Mark Is Brendan Rodgers tearing his head out? Because we all know That's the way he likes to play He likes to take risks at the back He likes to put a lot of uh, responsibility on his defenders To go and get on the ball And start the attack from defence and uh, but if you if you're slack and you give a team that's got a bit of quality that time and space, they'll eventually mm. punish you. But I think he's actually be standing there going, "I'm absolutely delighted with the first seventeen minutes." Does the mentality change, Mark Wilson? Because this Celtic team won't go into many games. I mean, certainly not domestically, but they won't go into many games where they're completely written off before before yeah. they play. It just that certainly doesn't happen domestically. I mean even in Europe, yes, Valencia are a good side, but last week it, because it was at home everyone was looking to see if if Celtic could get something done. Does that I don't know, does that create room for a bit a bit more of a freedom? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it does. I think there'll be players out there perhaps a wee bit more relaxed. Now I I'm not saying that they're going out there and saying, Oh, we're out, we can just do what we want. But sometimes where you think we're written off, maybe people aren't expecting that much. You relax that wee bit more than you would in a high-pressure environment where people are expecting you to win every week. So, I mean, the way Johnny Hayes has started, Gordon's right, he's, he started unbelievable. Looks nice and relaxed. You know, the guys in the midfield, Brown, McGregor, Christie, all look nice and relaxed. And that could be a good thing. It's the guys at the back who you don't want to be too relaxed. You're three centre-halves, you want to be fully concentrated. And a few minutes ago, Boyata fell into the trap of being too relaxed. Okay, 18 minutes gone, still goalless. Give us your calls if you've got any thoughts on the game. Let's hear from Kilmarnock boss Stevie Clark. Uh, he says, We are living in the dark ages with the sectarian abuse he was subjected to at Ibrox last night. He says he's thankful every day that his family grew up in England. And he called the refereeing in last night's game a joke as well. Let's hear from the Kilmarnock boss. There's no point talking about anything else. Penalty in the first two minutes puts us in front, gives us a totally different perspective on the night. And the red card's a joke. If, if that's the standard and that's what we're going to have in Scottish football, we might as well all just go home, pack it in. Every week, every other week. Why? Well, you're probably right, Morelis, four goals, blah, 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 whatever. The officials decided the game. Every week, every other week. It's just embarrassing. I want to talk about football, but I can't. Tonight, I can't talk about... How can I talk about football? Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. It's nice being back in the west of Scotland, eh? Really nice. When I was approached by Rangers... About taking over the job here, I was assured. Now we don't have that in the west of Scotland anymore. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, they can call me a. a I don't no problem, thanks guys. No problem. But they call me a Fenian. Come on. We're, we're living in the dark ages. They're not allowed to call my assistant a, a black bee. Yeah, but they can call me a Fenian. That's correct. Is that correct? What are we doing in Scotland? You know, I wake up almost. I wake up every morning and I thank Chelsea for coming and taking me away from the west of Scotland because my children don't understand this. They don't have anything to do with this. My children have nothing to do with it. They don't understand. So thankfully, when I go down there, my children, my grandchildren, they don't need to worry about this. So, fantastic to be back in Scotland. I mean, you can hear mm. it. You can hear the emotion in his voice. What do you make of 
of what Steve Clark had to say. Very emotional. Uh, he has, and like I said at the start of the show, he, he, he's correct to highlight it because if it's any other um, race or religion, then it's frowned upon. But in the west coast of Scotland, it seems to be not the norm, but people seem to get away with it. Um, and it's a, it's a horrible thing and it's a problem. I don't think only be in football grounds, although you may hear it the majority of the time in there, but a problem in society. And it's how you get out. I mean, it's how you educate at a younger level before the kids get to the age where they go to the football ground and start chanting things like this. So that's a very difficult thing to do. And you get the fear that it may detract people from wanting to come here. You know, Steve Clark's a, a big name in terms of coaching and he, he did a great job down south. He had a great career. And Kilmarnock managed to attract him up here. Mm. And you wonder if managers down south if they get the opportunity if they hear things like that you wonder to think why would I why would I bother with that so um, it's never nice to hear but guys like Steve Clark it's only something's only going to get done if guys like mm. uh, Steve Clark Neil Lennon or whatever come out and highlight it I mean Gordon the best topics for this show are ones which you can debate and you can mm. show different sides and we can, we can all have our say and express our opinion this one seems to me pretty simple if you are going to throw a coin at Chris Boyd and throw a sectarian slur with it you're wrong Very wrong And if you're going to throw A sectarian slur at Stevie Clark You're also very wrong I don't think in 2019 There's really much room For debate on those No I totally agree with it uh, The big problem Gordon is How do we stamp this out of the game It's been going on for So so long I've played with Rangers I've been on Receiving ends You're talking What 35 years ago uh, Through the papers When I married a Catholic And it became Horrendous for me On the streets For my wife And everybody It's been going on so long on. It needs stamped out It really does But how do we stamp mm. it out That's a big problem But I'll tell you where I don't agree with Stevie Clark is And I thought he did, I was disappointed with him Once again They get beat 5-0 And they blame the officials mm. Nothing to do with them Chris is impossible What do you make of all this Chris? Uh, good evening gentlemen Hello Um This Um I'm as serious as a heart attack tonight, gentlemen. Um, there's no laughing and joking about this subject. Yeah. Um, this, what we're seeing in the stadiums is a macrocosm of what we're seeing in society. Um, how to stop what's going on in the stadiums when you can't stop it out of the stadiums is maybe a subject for the politicians to take up. But... When you see people, uh, there was a, a video posted online last week um, of a gentleman telling two Scottish people to go home and continually to, to say, go home to them. Uh, this is a real problem. Um, they had Scottish accents. They were Scottish people. But they were being told to go home because they were Celtic supporters. I think we all know what that means. There's songs sung about it. This is a this is a problem. Um, Scottish Protestants still think this is John Knox's country, you know. Um, so as soon as Scottish Protestants can take it under the the wing that. There's other people that live in this country that deserve to live in this country that have had families down through the ages that have lived in this country. Until they can 
see that we all deserve to be here, not just them, that they aren't God's chosen people, that maybe then we can start to have a constructive debate about what being Scottish means. Because until anything like that changes, nothing's going to change in the stadiums. Let me ask Mark Wilson for his experiences as as a footballer. Do you... On the receiving end at all Teammates yeah. who were Opposition players who were Because yeah. let's not yeah. forget This is Yeah of course Listen this is This is something that isn't new um, Social media Perhaps highlights it more um, Nowadays But um, Of course When I was playing You're subject to it So You know This isn't just one side This is This <laughs> This takes everybody into Account Both sides Into account Um and I was victim of it just as well as Daz was. A lot of my teammates were more than I was because, of course, they came from Ireland. Um, so they're probably victimised more than I was. But it, it it became, perhaps because I grew up in the East End of Glasgow, I was a bit more savvy. It, it becomes part of the... Normalised. Yeah, perhaps when you're down the park playing with your mates. It, it seemed, that's what I meant when I said society things in at school. It seemed just the norm without his, without without people actually knowing what they were saying when they were young. It seemed just to be a normal thing because they were kids. They perhaps heard their dad say it. They perhaps heard songs in the crowd about it. And that's the point I was making about education and getting the kids when they're young because I think a lot of these kids will say things not really realising what it means. And before you know it, they're in a stadium chanting with other people and they've got an idea of what it means then, but it's too late to stop. It's too too late mm. to change their uh, <laughs> you know, their way of life. And that's the problem. Right, we're already a bit late for the travel, so we're going to hear from Amber then. We're going to hear from the likes of Stephen Gerrard. It would be good to talk about the football match itself last night as well. Both are very important. Get your thoughts in 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompsons.com It's Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Here to take your calls On 0141 We are 31 and a half minutes in To Valencia against Celtic It is still goalless Which means Celtic still trail 2-0 on aggregate What have you made of it so far? I think Celtic are by far the better team um, Not really created any clear cut chances You know They look you know, they get to the final third. James Forrest just had a terrific cross there. Unfortunately, it's the smallest man in the park, Johnny Hayes, coming in at the back post. That's perhaps where you need a big centre forward. But I think in, on the ball, they look so comfortable. I think the only chance they've gave up is that one through slack play from Bayata. So Brendan Rodgers will be delighted how his his players are playing. Look nice and relaxed. And look I mean, Oliver Burke, on the break. Oliver Burke has just robbed the Valencia defence. He steams into the box, but the angle's tight. He can't really get out his feet. Ryan Christie's there as well, and he hits the shot that's deflected away for a corner kick. Gordon, still a long way to go. They're 2-0 mm. down. They haven't really bothered the Valencia goalkeeper. But in terms of just a, a performance level, I don't think Brendan Rodgers will be anything other than, than delighted with the way oh, they started. Got, you've got to be pleased the way they started. And plus the fact, Burke there. What the big problem with Burke is, the minute that ball goes forward, try to keep up with him. He's so quick. And you look at the, 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 the footage there. Forrest and Christie trying to get in the box, give him a bit of support. Celtic, I think, I've got to say, for 32 minutes, have been excellent. Mm. They really have. Yeah, I mean, from the resulting corner, Ryan Christie whips it in back post. Yuzo uh, Simunovic wins the header clean. He just doesn't quite get the purchase on it, and it's an easy take for the goalkeeper. Mm. Um, it's one of those you need a forward in front of the goalkeeper just to 
swivel and hook that in But once again, you know, positive That's the second corner that's went in Ayer had a volley at the first one Semenovic the second one So so it's looking good for Celtic at the minute They just need a goal Just to make things that wee bit more interesting Yeah, if I could dust off the football cliche book What is it they say about you need to score when you're on top? Does, yep. it, does it start to have that feel about it Now that we are... You know, only 10 or so minutes away from half time. I think the cliche you're looking for, Gordon, is the next goal is the important one. If Celtic get it, what a lift it would give them, especially the way they're playing. But if Valencia get it, then put the lights out and let's all go home. <laughs> I heard that cliche before. <laughs> put the lights <laughs> and go home. <laughs> You've uh, not been with me on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, guys, you're right. It's important when Celtic are playing like this to, to score because... Valencia will have a wee spell in the game It's inevitable Every team does Whether that's for 5 minutes Or 10 minutes They will um, And they don't want to concede then So it's important that Celtic If they get a clear cut chance um, They put it away 0141 Stephen Gerrard says His Rangers players won over the fans With a 5-0 win against Kilmarnock last night He also says Alfredo Morelos Showed what they've been missing With his 4 goals And says they are a different team without him Certainly a lot better than the weekend The, the fans and uh, myself got the reaction I was looking for. I think the players won the fans back over tonight after a, a poor showing at the weekend. So the performance was there. People will talk about us getting the advantage with Kilmarnock going down to 10 men, but I thought we were superb when it was 11 v 11 and obviously got ourselves in front and it looked as if we were going to go and build on that lead. And then obviously the referees sent the keeper off. Obviously we, we never rested on our laurels. We kept going all the way and that's what was, pleased me the most tonight that we carried on going to the final whistle and wanted to score goals and wanted to create and ended up with an emphatic scoreline which is pleasing Alfredo has shown his importance once again Yes, his importance showed his quality fantastic goals uh, and I think it showed tonight why he's been sorely missed on, on certain occasions the weekend being one you know, I can go and name other occasions where he hasn't been available and we've, we haven't had that same threat in the final third so it was very very good for everyone to have him back tonight I was also pleased with the supporting cast tonight you know Candeas getting numbers in terms of assists Kent getting another assist um, other people looking as if they're a goal threat runners were out the ball we looked a completely different team in the final third tonight another big chance for Johnny Hayes at the back post but he slices the volley over Craig is a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld quite a lot to get through from last night Craig let's start with the, the footballing side of things what did you make of it? yeah um, well um, no, in terms of the football side of things I thought for me that that's probably the best performance I've seen uh, Rangers put in overall since uh, the the Celtic game at the end of last year, um, I think you know to a man they were excellent. I think you know Morelos getting his four goals was superb, but Daniel Candias's deliveries last night was outstanding. I mean a hat trick assist for Morelos, and I mean the way he was playing those balls in, Morelos couldn't miss. Um, so I thought that was excellent, and I think as far as the refereeing decisions go, well, uh, you know I think Eamon Brophy that could be a penalty. My only thing with it is that he maybe goes down a little bit too easily uh, and maybe a split second um, too early as well and that's maybe why he doesn't get it. And Backman's red card, well, I mean, I, I, maybe it's changed since last time I checked the rule book, but you can't motion your arm towards the face of an mm. opponent, which is what Backman done. It's soft, don't get me wrong, I don't disagree that it's soft, but he's get, he's gave Alan Muir a decision to make by you know, motioning his arm towards Glenn Kamara Let me stop uh, you there Craig Just on the subject of red cards Because there has been one in the Mestaya Jeremy Tollian has been sent off A second booking already 
Um, this one he seems to trip Does he give the, the runner a tug on the way down It's a second booking already 36 minutes gone And he is off the park Celtic have started so brightly But they're 2-0 down on aggregate And they're now down to 10 men for the next hour uh, What a blow that is Because they were playing so well Italian just gets done with a runner inside And he does fall I think it's harsh Because the runner's blindsided him But he comes down Runner trips on him I think that's harsh But Celtic uphill task now And it looks like mm. Uh, well, not game over But it's not going the way that they, they were hoping uh, Towards half time right, Get your thoughts in on that decision I'm sure you've seen it What about Craig's points then? We, we covered a bit of ground Let's go from the, the footballing perspective First, easiest uh, question of the night How important is Morelos to Rangers? Yeah, he was different class last night His finishing was was fantastic, Gordon You've got to say His overall play has improved so much for me And he's a massive part when Rangers play well He's got to be there He's got to be their main man and he looks like he's a striker that, you know, the foe come up and we're all talking about partnerships. He looks like he enjoys the battle up there himself. Now, Craig touched on a couple of points. I personally don't think it was a penalty kick. You don't? No, I in, don't. In what way? Um, I think I think he looked for it. Um, I think Warrell was quite clever. He, he, he pulled away at the right time. I don't think it was a penalty kick at all. It's only my opinion. Where I Craig is saying about um, Backman gave the Alan Moore no chance to, you know, he made the decision. It wasn't. It was assistant referee. It made the decision, and I thought it was a correct decision. I can't understand why Stevie Clark comes out and complains about the officials. I thought he got the penalty kick right. I thought mm. he got the sending off right. The only thing I would say on the night was Candace, who was absolutely terrific with his delivery. He gives in a challenge And that's a dangerous challenge He gives in And does he even get a yellow card for it Mark what about the red cards Because initially Most people had only seen the view Behind the goal And I think most people thought Wow that's very soft If anything yeah. You know at the most it's soft Then you, you see the view from the front And it certainly Looks worse For yeah. Daniel Backman When you see that view Yes Without a doubt you, you explain it perfectly When I seen the first incident I thought What has went on there As soon as the camera spins round Um I, I thought he got that correct I thought it was a red card People will say it's soft And the player goes down easily However If your hand's up there uh, You've raised it You motion towards him with an elbow I've heard the argument He doesn't actually catch him with an elbow But still motions towards him Give the referee a decision I thought it was correct Disagree with Dazzo About the penalty kick I thought it was a stonewall penalty I think uh, Brophy turns inside him And I think when he gets inside him The arm comes round from Warrell And he tugs him back Now Brophy does Perhaps go down a bit theatrical However He's still inside him And the arm comes round For me I thought that was a penalty kick Want to come back in on that Craig? Yeah No I think Listening um, You know I, I, I'd have to Just slightly disagree with Mark On the penalty Because I do think um, You know That, that Brophy was Kind of looking for it um, And I think that's the thing as well You know When Steve Clark was talking about The decisions last night What I couldn't understand because he was saying, you know, you can't talk about football because it's every game, and I accept there's been issues. But actually, in the previous game, Kilmarnock were lucky not to be down to nine men, which might have meant there wouldn't have even been a replay at all. Certainly, at least, should have been down to ten. Um, it just, sometimes, the decision will go your way, and sometimes it won't. But I think, like we said earlier, I think that there comes a point where Steve Clark, the second time he's been beaten 5-0, has to take some responsibility for his players as well, not just about the officials. I think I think where Craig's right is after watching the game, you look at 
Kilmarnock Who have been terrific this season Under Steve Clark You've got to say And he deserves all the plaudits In the world I thought if you look at Every Rangers goal Rangers just took the ball off them They, they, mm, they didn't yeah. pass the ball well They gave the ball away cheaply Rangers took the ball off them And totally punished them And that was the difference And I can understand Steve Clark coming out But once again Gordon It's all about Let's blame the officials Now Steve Clark might argue In, in fairness though If he genuinely doesn't think it was a red Right If he genuinely doesn't think it was a red It was so early on that, I mean clearly that's a decision That influences a game So I, I You know he's, he's, That's I still, not, that's I not still unexpected think, though, I still it? think if you go down to 10 men And we all We all go on And rightly so How well organised Kilmarnock are I think even if you go down to 10 men Then you expect your team to do a whole lot better he, And sometimes you got to give Rangers credit Some of the goals Rangers scored I know they're tapping some of them from Morelos But the build-up play uh, And the balls in from Candace You've got to give credit to that So I think Steve Clark's been a wee bit Putting too much on the officials uh, again I'll tell you who he should blame He should have a go at his goalkeeper For putting him in that position If he's going to have a go at anybody Do not blame Alan mm. Moore Blame the goalkeeper for putting him in that position Kilmarnock have appealed that decision Incidentally, talking of goalkeepers Scott Bain has just produced a top-notch save To keep Celtic in it It's the first time they've been threatened really Even though they're down to 10 men They've still looked quite comfortable Which is, is strange But a, a good save from to, Bain there off the deflection To be fair, I think when Tollians went off You just kind of see Valencia creeping into it a wee bit more Few set pieces into the Celtic box And they defended them well However, mm. the pressure is coming And maybe they'll be delighted to get to half-time nil nil. Craig, as a Rangers fan, on to the other big talking point. Give me the give me the perspective from from your end. How do you feel when when you see and hear those comments from Stevie Clark? Well, it's 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 utterly it's disgusting. It's in two thousand and nineteen. It should not be happening. I tell you, one of my best friends is a diehard Celtic fan, and I wouldn't even think about talking to him that way, and he wouldn't do the same to me because that's the way it should be. At the end of the day, this is football. And that behaviour is not welcome. The same with the behaviour that happened at the weekend, I think that's the thing, important thing to point out as well. Because the last call you had on the gentleman to Postal seemed to suggest that it was you know, a one-sided affair. It's not. There were Celtic fans in Benidorm, um, I think was it today or last night, who set fire to a Rangers pub. So it happens in both sides. And I think the only way for me to stamp it out in football altogether is to bring in things like strict liability, and make fans realise that if you're going to do this behaviour, not only will you be punished and be banned, but you're going to cost your club as well. And I think it might sound harsh and not everyone will agree with it, but to me, that is one of the solutions I think that could be put in place. Mm. Having nothing in place as there is at the moment, that clearly doesn't work. Um, Just to keep ourselves right, I would be, let's try and get the full story from Benidorm before we... We, we jump in I'm not saying you're wrong Craig I would just like to know for sure Just I'm sure you understand The way these things work What about this idea of Of strict liability You you, you were mentioning it there Does that Does it work Craig I'm sure you, you've thought about All the potential Criticisms That, that, that come against that Well listen I, I have um, But I think it, it has to work Because if fans Aren't going to stop Behaving like that Just because they're going to get punished Which clearly they're not Because these people who do that Clearly don't care whether they get punished or not. They're going to continue to do it because most of them will have been previously punished as well. So the best way to deter it is to go, right, OK, well, maybe you'll care about your club more than you will about your own selfishness. Yeah. Because it's going to cost their club, which it would, then maybe they'll think twice. And I think that's the strong argument for it because nobody wants their club to get fined or deducted points or anything like that, especially when it could cost them 
you know. Yeah, trophies and and and, and Europe, European places or relegation spots, whatever. That to me seems like a solution that might mm. make some people actually think more than just about their own selfishness, because that's what it is. It's selfishness and it's disgusting. What it about should the, not happen. What about this idea of, of sort of self policing, Craig? Because you will know fine well today. You, you, you've seen it all. You, you are, as a Rangers fan have come on and condemned it But there are far too many who are more interested in Reminding everyone Make, make sure you remember that this happened to Chris Boyd at the weekend And questioning why Stevie Clark chose to come out and say it after the game And then similarly If this makes you feel better At the weekend Too many Celtic fans Who were not willing to criticise their own for, for doing the similar thing to Chris Boyd Wouldn't it be a lot easier if everyone just came out and, and, and condemned it Regardless of what team you supported well, it would. You know, you know, this is the sad thing about it because the vast majority of Rangers fans and Celtic fans will not in any way get involved in that kind of behaviour and will be against it. Which is why it's, it's like what Steve Clark said at the weekend, I thought was spot on when he spoke about the sensible majority. You know, that's who has to be there as well when doing the self policing. They have to report it when they see it and condemn it. Not come on just because and go, oh, you know, well, it's Rangers, so we'll, we'll condemn it then. But because we're Celtic fans and vice versa, we're Rangers fans, you know, we won't condemn it when our own club does it. That's that's not the way to approach it. And I think any Rangers fan who tries to come on the programme tonight and even remotely talk about Steve Clark coming out after the game and saying it, doesn't matter what team he comes out and says it. And at the end of the day, it happened and it was directed at him. He was rightly angry about it and he was right to come out. Maybe he was a bit harsher than he was when it happened, and you know at the weekend. But it doesn't matter because mm. you know both sets of fans and both clubs, you know, like he said at the weekend, the sensible majority must come out and they must point out the mindless minority when it's happening. You need to remember those children that go to these games. What kind of message is sent out to a child when they hear some of the language and the abuse that gets hurled at football matches? It's just got to stop so I do agree with the concept of self-policing and I think people need to get off their high horses when it comes to their own clubs and learn to condemn them as much as they would anybody else well said Craig a Rangers fan from Cumbernauld thank you for your thoughts it is half time in Valencia let's get the story of the opening half with Alison Conroy at the Mestaya oh there we go that sounds like technical difficulties I'll tell you what we'll get the half time story after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It is half time in Valencia. Let's get the story uh, of that first half. We did have one or two technical problems before the break, but let's get the thoughts um, of Alison Conroy, who's been watching that game in the Mestaya. Half-time in the Mestalla is Valencia nil, Celtic nil, but Celtic with a mountain to climb now. They're down to 10 men. Celtic did have a chance early on. Johnny Hayes' corner reached Christopher Iyer in the box. His initial shot was blocked, then he fired over the bar. Jozo Simonovic's header from Ryan Christie's corner in the 33rd minute was then a routine save for the Valencia keeper before Celtic were down to 10 men in the 37th minute. Jeremy Toyan sent off for a second yellow. Then just before half-time, a great save from Scott Bain, pushing Piero's effort over the bar. No goals so far, but Celtic down to 10 men. It is a Valencia nil, Celtic nil. Come on then, whilst it's half-time, let us know what you made of the first half. That big talking point, the decision to send off Jeremy Toyan, and of course the performance overall. You've got a window of opportunity. Let's hear from you 01419511025 Celtic fans What did you make of it gentlemen Mark Wilson Gordon Deal Well listen I, I thought Celtic 
Got their tactics spot on um, I thought they looked comfortable in the ball uh, I thought they looked dangerous in attack as well With that pace of Burke up front I thought they always looked like they could trouble Valencia's backline I thought they pressed well as well Burke catching the, the Valencia defence a few times on the ball But just couldn't get that vital goal Even at set pieces I thought they looked dangerous enough We iron Simunovic getting the end of it um, But couldn't get the, the vital goal And they looked comfortable defensively However the sending off has changed no doubt about that I think Montoyan goes off Celtic looked comfortable For a few minutes But then the, the pressure Started to come on Valencia started loading A few set pieces Into the box And you could see The confidence grow In Valencia And they created One or two chances Have Scott Bain Celtic have Scott Bain To thank for Still being Potentially in the tie And it's just about What Brendan Rodgers Does now for the second half Because His players have done A, a load of running In that first half And they will tire you just wonder, will he change one or two things in yeah, the second you, half? You can debate, Gordon, about the, the yellow card, the second one. He gets caught the wrong side. He gets caught ball-watching. But if you look at the first yellow he gets, it's absolutely ridiculous for a boy. Because Scott Brown ends up picking the ball up. It's a cheap pull, which gives him a yellow card. He's a defender, puts him under a little bit of pressure. Celtic were playing very, very well. They were probably the better team Creating the better chances And you're thinking Well, see if they can get a goal here All of a sudden The confidence gets them But the minute he's went off the park Celtic were on the ropes here Brendan Rodgers was Delighted to hear the half-time whistle And listen, this is nothing new We know how easily you can You can pick up a booking We'll let the callers debate Whether it was deserved or not Mark Wilson Um that's it I mean, you don't, you don't have to put in A particularly dirty performance To get sent off yeah. a, a couple of wee pulls and you're gone And, it, and that's what's happened I think as soon as you pick up your first booting You're always in the referee's mind That You know If you make a, another mistake Like Tolian has There And I think he's harsh I think he's fail And, and the guys You know Bumped into him and fail um, But the referee Has always got it in his mind And it certainly probably looked From where the referee is That the guy Perhaps is through and going He's met it um, So You're on the risk um, But I would have just liked Celtic to have perhaps got a goal To make it really interesting Because they're really up against it now Valencia just started so confident there When, when Celtic went to 10 men a, a, a positive thing for Celtic is Everyone says they always stick to the same shape Well Brendan Rodgers has decided to change it tonight To, to a back three for One of the first times since Probably you were mentioning it in the show last night I think since the new camp When Gamboa played in the right He's done and a couple of times I think it, But it's, it's certainly worked tonight And it looked comfortable With that back five tonight And especially Johnny Hayes That's another find Playing Johnny Hayes left wing back Looks positive going forward No problems defensively So for going forward If it ever comes up again Against a quality side like this Brendan mm. Rodgers knows he can trust this formation Alec is a Celtic fan on the line What did you make of that first half Alec? Oh, it was very promising uh, up until obviously Toldan gets gets sold off. I agree like Mark. I think it was a hell of a soft uh, second year like heard. We talk about referees bringing referees in for different countries, this, that and the next thing. Look, just whatever money we've got, put it to educating the referees that we've got. I wouldn't bother getting anybody else in. Celtic were on the front fit. Let's be honest, what I'm doing was it last week, was it, was it home last week, right? But it was very promising. If if we would have scored one of the chances that we had, I know it's a big if, the game, the game would have changed. But you know what? We've gave it a go. Scott Bain pulled off two brilliant saves. 
and I do, I do like the shape uh, we've got at the back. Well, it was the five. We looked comfortable, and we looked a threat going forward. So we'll play the second half out. We'll see what happens. And, you know, obviously, hope, I'd like to see them changing a couple of things because obviously we've got Celtic, uh, we've, sorry, we've got Murrayville at Celtic Park Sunday. So is that you giving up already, Alec? You can't see it. Up. You not, can't see Gordon, any way I'm back. Give, I'm not getting given up, Gordon, but look, yeah. we, we had 11 players in the park and we, we, we were in the front fit, so we did new. I mean, MD, we all know football. It's going to be really, really difficult for Celtic even to score one goal. So what I'm saying is, good, get a good account of themselves, you know what I mean? And then pick it up, obviously coming back for the game on Sunday. Here's here's the thing for me. See if Celtic had the options to play a different way. Now I'm talking about going back to Martin O'Neill's teams or whatever. They were that physical and big up front with Hartson and Sutton and guys like that. If Celtic had something like that with 10 men, you could maybe go... Look, you never know. You want balls up to them. They guys battle. You get a knockdown, you get a goal. However, we've seen in the past, although Brendan Rodgers has changed the shape, the team has still kind of played the same way with passing. And I think it's very, very difficult when you're down to 10 men to pass your way through a team like Valencia, who showed last week how good they are at defending. So if there was a different option, lob up and battle for second balls, get the pace of runners of Burke and Forest off somebody who can knock things down, you stand a chance. I think it's very difficult when you try and score the perfect goal and pass your way through this team. Yeah, I mean a lot of the, the possession was was decent, wasn't it, Gordon? Mm-hmm. Up and up until that point, um, it just takes on a completely different dynamic now. You're down to ten men. You're away from home. You're you're, you're two 0 down. There's very little, if anything, in your favour at the moment. Yeah, the the possession was very good, Gordon. Uh, the passing I thought was very good. The only thing that when Celtic I thought were on top of the game, they didn't really make the goalkeeper work. Which they might be a little bit disappointed in But they looked very comfortable They looked like in control of the game And you never know with one goal They get some back in But the sending off's a big game changer I, I, I don't know what Brendan Rodgers will do Will he come out, uh, make a substitution now Will he change his team, will he change the tactics I've no idea what he's going to do But just before half time there Valencia stepped up a little bit Yeah two great saves Yeah from and you've got to say The goalkeepers kept the tie alive Slightly because I don't think a lot of people Fancy their chances now Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday Wednesday and Saturday Yes, it is time for Beat the Pundit Always a highlight of a Thursday evening Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Ready to take you on If you fancy it tonight Give us a call right now You only have until the news at 7 o'clock So dial 0141 951 1025 Give us a call right now And remember, just for getting through tonight A pair of tickets are yours to that event With John Gregg and Richard Goff At the Doubletree by Hilton On the 29th of March Sign ball could be up for grabs 0141 951 1025 Be quick Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 50 minutes gone in the Mestaya Valencia nil Celtic nil Celtic down to 10 men, remember. Jeremy Tollian sent off in the first half, and they've just cleared one off the line, Celtic. So hanging on. At the moment The first hour was dominated by Not only this game Looking back on events at Ibrox last night On the field And Steve Clark um, Speaking out about the sectarian abuse That he received on the touchline as well So keep the calls coming on any of those topics And we will get back to that 
after this. Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Now you may remember all week we have been giving away tickets to an event with John Gregg and Richard Goff at the Double Tree by Hilton on the 29th of March. Just for getting through, you win the tickets. And never let it be said that people don't take these things seriously because George is on the line from Bathgate. He wants to play Beat the Pundit and he's been standing outside the supermarket for 15 minutes waiting to get through on the phone lines to try and win these tickets. Is that right, George? I didn't think you were going to tell anybody that, boys. Come on, that's a bit of order. <laughs> Listen, it just shows your commitment to the cause, George. That's, we're not judging. I'll do anything that's <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. You don't you don't want to get dragged around the supermarket. Well, you do. In fact, you're spotted in Gordon Dale. You're spotted in supermarkets up and down the country regularly. Yeah, I'm, and I like doing the supermarket shop. Yeah. George, grab a loaf, would you? <laughs> Don't bother George He's always after a freebie Let's get the questions up And running You've won the tickets already George So the wait from outside The supermarket Has paid off You're off to the event With John Gregg and Richard Goff On the 29th um, Of March I'm going to toss the coin Hedge you're up against Mark Wilson And Tails It will be Gordon DL Celtic really Are hanging on for dear life Hopefully we don't get a goal Whilst we're trying to beat the pundit Let's toss the coin and it's Tails Gordon, it? Gordon DL Up against George From Bathgate So let me give Gordon Some Clyde 2 Make sure he's not listening in He would cheat Be under no doubt About that whatsoever Have you ever played before George? I played um, A couple of years ago <coughs> In fact maybe about Three years ago I played against the, um, uh, Mark Goody He beat me one point One point right Well to refresh your memory You've got 30 seconds You're head to head with Gordon You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit You ready? Go for it What is the name of Valencia's stadium? Pass. What year did Scott Brown get his first Scotland cap? 2006 Morelos and who else scored for Rangers last night? Oh my god Pass <laughs> Name any one country that Scotland's women will play in Euro qualification Sweden Which current Premiership manager was the Falkirk boss between 2013 and 14? Pass Which current League 2 side Did Malky Mackay play for Before joining Celtic Take your time I've started the question Which current Scottish League 2 side Did Malky Mackay play with Before joining Celtic Clyde Okay let me bring Gordon back uh, Gordon are you with us Yes I am I can Gordon, actually hear yes. your music From here But we've got you back now Are you ready Same he's set of questions six. to you He's shouting He's got six. Oh he did he was flying Was he yeah, okay. You ready What is it eggs Right six eggs Go Oh, it'd help if I pressed the button properly What is the name of Valencia's stadium? Mustala What year did Scott Brown get his first Scotland cap? 2002 Morelos and who else scored for Rangers last night? Uh, Halliday Name one country that Scotland women's team will play in Euro 2021 qualification uh, Iceland Which current Premiership manager was the Falkirk boss between 2013 and 14? Gary Holt which current Scottish League 2 side did Malky Mackay play with before Queen's joining Park. Celtic? And which English club is Aberdeen's Dominic Ball on loan from? Shaggy, English club. Um, oh, Sunderland. Don't know. George, George, George. You've heard the competition. What do you think? Oh, I had a nightmare. I wasn't even, I'll see you, to be honest. I couldn't even, I knew Andy Hard. I went, just went, before I came on there, I threw Sky Sports just to check something. I don't even bother checking the Rangers, obviously. I was up watch that last night, so. I'm even bored checking. I just need them blank. Yeah. I'm not really bored. I've got to go up and I've got the John Gregg and the guys. Yeah, but you're going to need to go in disguise because all your fellow Rangers fans will know that you couldn't remember Andy Halliday scored for Rangers. So let's go ah, through them. Sorry, right. we still got a five nothing win last night. That's amazing. <laughs> that is true. The first name, uh, the name of Valencia Stadium is the. What did you say? Mustaya. I'm not giving you it on grounds of pronunciation. What is it then? It's the Mustaya. If it's a double L, you don't pronounce it. I'm afraid. Oh God. <laughs> 
It's even Mestaya. Come on, it's the Mestaya. I'm not giving you. You don't need it. Uh, what year did Scott Brown get his first Scotland cap? Oh five. So you were close, George. Not uh, close enough. Morelos and who else scored for Rangers? George went blank. The pressure got to him. You kept your cool. Andy Halliday one nil to you, Gordon DL. Name any one country Scotland's women's team will play in Euro 2021 qualification. You had the choice of Finland, Portugal, Albania, Cyprus. None of you got the right, so it's still 1-0 to Gordon oh. DL. Uh, which current Premiership manager was Falkirk boss in 2013 and 14? It was Gary Holt. 2-0 Gordon DL. It then goes 3-0 because Queen's Park was where Malky Mackay played before joining Celtic. And it doesn't matter in the end, Gordon, but if you're ever asked again, Dominic Ball is on loan from Rotherham. Oh, if you ask me again, I still won't know. There we go. 3-0 to Gordon DL, George. He's uh, done you, but you've got the tickets to John Gregg and Richard Goff anyway. Unlucky, George. No, cheers. I usually won four, so that's a good victory good for man. you tonight. Enjoy the shopping, George. Get in there and, and tell the good lady the good news. There we go. You'll be happy with that. 3 0. That's a solid victory, isn't oh, it? Solid, yeah. I mean, I didn't think you were brilliant. I think I think you should have. If, if it went tight there, three each, I would have had a Ma- real huff with the first one. Mastala. Mastala. Ah, I'm, not, I'm not sure. No? Nah. Everybody, I mean, nah, I'm not going for it. It doesn't matter. Mastaya. Mestalla At the Mestalla where you come from At the moment It is Valencia nil Celtic nil Oliver Burke's on the attack Remember Celtic are down to 10 men They have been for quite some time now Jeremy Tolian sent off uh, For Brendan Rodgers side In the first half I mean they're still giving it A, a, a good enough go Mark Wilson But yeah. they certainly look like They've been hanging in at times uh, Yeah I, I mean I'm amazed that Valencia haven't scored Celtic cleared one off the line Another just across the face A goal Um and they look like they're they're cutting Celtic open. But you're right, James Forrest, Oliver Burke still giving they're all going forward, still have the pace to threaten Valencia. But um the game's a, a lot easier, should we say, for Valencia at this moment in time. Yeah, I've got to say you've got to give cre- uh, credit to Celtic because they've come under so much pressure since going down to ten men. The game plans went out the window, Gordon, but they're still got a clean sheet, which they will be very proud of so far. But can they hang on for another, what, 30, 30 odd minutes? Well, time will tell. Valencia nil, Celtic nil at the moment. 01419511025 from you on the phones. Let's speak to Will, who is a Kilmarnock fan from Govan. Hi, Will. Hi, guys. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But um, I'm, I'm actually phoning up just to sort of speak to Gordon. All right. Um, Has he upset you? It's just... Yeah, I'm go- I'm I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um, I I have to disagree with Gordon, mm-hmm. um, based on, um, his points about last night, um, when he said, first of all, first of all, Gordon, you you, you did say I've got the utmost respect for you, but the the one thing you did say is that the officials didn't affect the match. I need to agree with Mark with Mark Wilson the fact that Brophy's penalty was a stonewall penalty. Mm-hmm. Now, I was listening to the match and they did say maybe it's too early in the match for a penalty. Maybe not, but a penalty is a penalty. Warrell had his arm around Brophy, pulled him down. As as for the red card, I'm I'm in complete disagreement with Mark Wilson and um, Gordon based on based on the fact that I'm I, I play myself at amateur level as a goalkeeper, and when a, when when a player they put a striker or they put a player on the goalkeeper, I every time have to try to get the better of that player now Backman's Backman's arms are in the air he is at, he is at no point trying to hurt Kamara and he, bring, he brought his arms down 
And when he's brought his arms down, he's caught Kamara. And Kamara's went down as if he's been shot. So for me, it's a 100% not a red card. Well, he brought one arm down, it was his left one. If you look at it correctly, Will. And I think that they've got that spot on. Now, you're quite entitled to say that um, you thought it was a penalty kick. Mark thought it was a penalty kick. I didn't think it was a penalty kick. I didn't think they were enough. And I think he made the most of it. I totally agree with you in one thing. Uh, whether it's the first second or the last minute, if it's a penalty kick, it's a penalty kick. The referee should give it. So I don't buy into the time scale of when a penalty kick should be given. But in my opinion, I don't think it was. I think he made the most of it. I think Warrell got out the way at the right time. But What do you, what do you mean he got out the way at the right well, time? Because I th- I th- Brophy, I th- in my opinion, Brophy... Had done him. He'd checked inside well, him. Well, so went, why would Brophy? Mark, you already go down? you already admitted he went down too easily. Right? I says he, he may have made it look more theatrical yeah. than it was. Yeah, but I, I did say Warrell had his arm round him and well, pulled I him back d- because Brophy was inside him. I he was. Don't, I don't I think Warrell got out the way at the kick. right time. I don't think it's a penalty kick. I think the officials got it right. And you've not even got the referee. But where that uh, that uh, incident took place, you've got the assistant referee on that side. Who's looking at that as well So the two of them decide it was not a penalty kick How how anybody can say that Backman's in there defending himself And he brings his arms down No he didn't He brought one arm down It was a left one That went into the face of Kamara Now the great thing is We'll get back to this great rule Gordon That you keep repeating You know what I mean But how how much force was in that but I think he knows what he's... See if he goes shoulder to shoulder and he pushes Kamara out the way to say, this is my space, you're not getting in. I think a goalkeeper's entitled to do that. But you don't bring your left arm down and it goes into his face. It's, it's, a, it's a red card all day long. Well, I'm sorry. Well, but the, the, what, what, what you were saying there, obviously, about Bro, Brophy, Brophy making a meal of it, do you not think Kamara made a bit of a, made a, bit of a meal of it? That, um, that's my point as well. Because... I, I, I personally, what you said there about force, I don't think there was as much force in that in in his arm. His arm. I, I, I personally, when I look at the incident, I don't. I, I think it is an accident when he's brought his when he's brought his arms down. I don't think he's actually done it on purpose. But you keep you, well. You keep going back to he brought his arms down. He brought one arm down. It was his left one. He brought one down. Now, Celtic, sorry Gordon, have just missed an unbelievable chance to go one up in the Mestaya. 61 minutes gone, they're down to 10 men, the free kick is whipped in, Ayer is onside, he is 5 yards out And it, that, I mean it's... That's hard. But going back, Gordon, can hard we get back, back to Will's point, right? The one thing I like in football is to try and keep 11 v 11 Because everybody was talking about the pricing of the game last night There's people don't didn't want to go and pay the money, it was too dear so I hate to see a game spoiled, but I just think the goalkeeper let himself down. He didn't. He didn't even need to put himself into that position for the officials to make mm. a judgment on it. If he keeps, if he keeps his shoulder to shoulder to Kamara, there's not a problem. That decision will not be made. I mean, will Kamara have appealed the decision? Is that one you would expect to win? Yeah, yeah, I expect, I expect to win. I just want to make one, one last point sure. before I go. Um, it's just. With regards to obviously the abuse that Steve Clark received, mm-hmm. um, obviously as Kilmarnock fans as well, um, we've received it from both ends of the old forum, um, and it can't. It's 
it can go on. Um, what Steve Clark said about the fact that he was thankful that Chelsea took him away from a young age, that in itself should be an eye-opener to everyone in Scotland. That Scotland, in the grand scheme of things, as a country, has been left behind the rest of the world with regards to football. And I think the the bigotry in football, in, in the football itself, like, like you said earlier on about, it's maybe putting managers off coming in and managing the Scotland. It's, it's, Scotland's getting left behind and I think he needs to stop. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest, Kilmarnock, me as a Kilmarnock fan, I can actively say that I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Clark decided at the end of the season, right, I'm just going to go because... He's he's not going to want to stay if this is if this is the abuse he's going to get um, the bigotry and everything. With regard with regards to refereeing decisions and that, that's by the by. Whenever there's all the bigotry and sectarian, sectarianism going on, and it's just horrible. And I feel I really really do feel sad that Steve Clark feels mm. this way. And I, and I think that's an important point that Will mentions, right? Because, and I know this is, we, we don't do it in, in this part of the world, or, or many of us don't. Forget, forget what side of this you're on. Mm-hmm. Forget whether you think it's strange that Stevie Clark brought it up last night. Forget that so-and-so didn't mention it when it was Chris Boyd. Forget everything. To hear a talented manager in our league, a Scotsman, by the way, so someone who you would imagine wants to talk our game up, say that he was glad that his family got taken away from it, that is embarrassing, is it not? Is there any other way of of that being reflected on, on our game? Imagine, so. just for a second, take a step back, imagine someone else looking at our game from afar and hearing a manager say that. Yeah. Yeah, listen, imagine... Imagine that was in England and an English manager saying the opposite. You know, I'm so glad someone from Scotland came in and took me away so I didn't have to raise my family in England. We would all be going, is he having a laugh? What's going on there? I mean, it's such an eye-opener for, you're right, a Scotsman who grew up in this part of the world to say that. And, you know, Will just says an important point there. You wonder if Stevie Clark turns and says, well, look, I grew up for many years and my family grew up without it. I've had a taste of it. Why do I want to go on and leave? And that's why something has to be done about it. Because if guys like Stevie Clark are leaving... It makes our league a, a weaker place, I think, losing guys like that. But then it, it goes to show you that the, the people who chant and shout have won again and they're getting away with it again. And it, it just can't continue to happen. They can't continue to get away with it. it says at the start of the show how we, how we do it, how we control it, because it's a problem with society. I don't know, but something has to be done. And if that's strict liability, I mean, it's, it's going to take a lot of work to get there, but... Whoever says it at the start of the show May have been Chris or Craig at the start of the show Says it's better having something in place Than what we've got just now Which is nothing in place Yeah that's where I totally well, I mean, that, that, Hold on a second I mean, we do, You're not allowed to shout that like, You're, no, you're not, you're you're not, not meant to be allowed to shout it, to shout it. But I mean, if, you shout, if you shout that in the street In front of a police officer I like to think that, that something would happen mm. What happens then inside the football stadium We had the debate earlier in the season about Legislation to try and handle that sort of thing I don't really want to go back down that That political road um, But it's not as if this is Allowed to but, happen but Gordon it, But we're just not doing enough the, to the, the thing you said there Gordon Sorry quickly That 
If you see it in the street And there's a police officer there Football games are some of the Most heavily policed And steward yeah, You know Things in Britain And I know there's a lot of people 60,000 50,000 there sometimes But the stewards You look in the TV mm. There's yellow jackets And police everywhere So it's not like The police aren't there and it's everyone's getting a free reign So that's that's what I mean about nothing really gets done about it Let's remind ourselves of what Stephen Gerrard says He completely backs the club's statement Saying that unacceptable behaviour will not be tolerated at Ibrox The Rangers boss says Stevie Clark didn't mention it to him after the game But he says that Scottish football needs to get a grip of these incidents I, I only seen the interview when I got home last night I wasn't aware of, of the interview or how Steve felt He came into my room after the game and was pretty normal And we had a beer together Talking about football in general, it, it never got mentioned, so I only seen it when I got home last night. Um, but, you know, the club have made a statement on it, and it's a statement I support. You know, we don't support any kind of unacceptable behaviour from the terraces, and that's the way it'll always be at Rangers. That's all I've got to say on it, really, because, you know, I, I want to talk about the football. This club has had Catholic managers in the past. Hmm. How does it, uh, how do you feel when you hear songs like that song? Well, I've just answered that question for you, haven't I? I've just said that myself and everyone at this club doesn't support any kind of unacceptable behaviour from the terraces and we want to try and stamp it out of the game in general. So we're always talking about the football. That's all I've got to say. Still goalless between Valencia and Celtic. Let's just stay with it because Valencia have a chance. Good tackle, Dedrick Boyata. We've got a good full-time teaser coming up for you next. And there's a management theme to it. So Ooh, I think I think you'll like that one. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that question up and running next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompsons.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here with me, Gordon Duncan. It is now Valencia one, Celtic nil. Celtic have been down to ten men for a long time. It has a f- it has eventually. Um, Paid dividends for the host It was a wonderful pass over the top Headed back across And there was Gamero Who stabbed the finish Beyond Scott Bain To make it Valencia 1 Celtic 0 3-0 in aggregate Celtic down to 10 men I think we all know That's that's the end of the story um, But it was a, it was a, a quality goal Mark Wilson oh, I mean Preco Number 10 gets the ball Plays a wonderful diagonal Just over Johnny Hayes' head And the, and the right, uh, right winger For Valencia comes in Heads up back And there's Gamero To tap it in and uh, you just felt for Valencia it was going to take something like that, something special to unlock Celtic. You know, I know they had plenty of possession since uh, Ton went off, but Celtic were getting through and they looked dangerous. And Ayer, you know, funny enough, should have put Celtic ahead about 10 minutes ago. So um, it certainly knocked the stuffing out of Celtic, but I think Celtic can take huge credit from the way that they've played tonight especially when they've went down to 10 men as well Odson Edwards already on Gordon DL Mikey Johnson has now replaced Oliver Burke as well um, ball retention and all the rest of it Brendan Rodgers will be pleased but listen you're, you're there to win football games they haven't managed to do that for a number of reasons or it certainly looks like they won't um, and th- they are heading out yeah they are and I think just with the substitutions Gordon Brendan Rodgers will now be thinking towards Sunday um, they've had a Terrific performance I've got to say The shape looked good I know that Brendan Rodgers Has come in for criticism of his tactics Before away from home But up until the sending off I thought Celtic looked Very comfortable in the game But it's now an opportunity To get Edward on Make it Johnston on Get them a run out And uh, look f- towards Sunday's big game Against an informed Motherwell And we fancy our chances Let me say <laughs> 
Let's get the full-time teaser up and running We'll speak to Scott and Dumbarton in just a second Stephen Bogue has emailed tonight's question And if you want to send a question We would love to have it So it's fulltime at Clyde1.com That's fulltime at Clyde1.com Tonight's question is this I've chopped it down a little bit to make mm. it easy Stephen wanted you to name 17 So I thought that was just getting, yeah, that was just getting uh, out of hand Well we name 16 Can you name the last 10 Losing managers In the Scottish Cup final So a bit of a Scottish Cup theme After the game last night Can you name the last 10 Losing managers In Scottish Cup finals Like Kenneth. Yes Stephen Robinson Uh huh Mark Wilson He's leaving you behind we'll get uh, I was, Sorry I was just writing down 1 to 10 there Aye You, you were quick um, What's the Oh, uh, Jackie McNamara <laughs> I was going to say I was just waiting on you Figuring out the one yes. that you were Well I was going to say involved in But you weren't And that's why you might remember it uh, McNamara uh, what, what was the story again? You played every round up until And you played the week before And then you get bombed from the cup uh, final squad That's pretty much how it went yeah. is, is that in a nutshell? That's in a nutshell It's not that I'm Not that I'm holding a grudge or anything uh, This was I, the St Johnson one in 2014 St Johnson one yeah. aye, aye, aye That was a sore one for us Was Tommy Wright one? I mean they could, could have won it could have, won it, could have won it if the mushroom had been playing. Do you honestly, honestly believe that? Ah, they well, could have won it. That was the best course. decision Jackie ever made. <laughs> Tommy Wright could have must been be well. No. Tommy no. Wright, you're right. No, he won you? the Scottish Cup, sorry. I am. Um, oh, God. Oh, Mark Warburton. Yes. All right, we'll leave it there. You can play along on Twitter with us at Clyde SSB. We're looking for the last 10 losing managers. In Scottish Cup finals The guys have actually started quite brightly Stephen Robinson Derek McInnes Mark Warburton Jackie McNamara We've got another six to get Let's get the thoughts of Scotland and Barton Hi Scott Evening gents How are we? Good thank you What did you take away from last night's game Scott? Um, mainly How much Rangers miss Morelos Massively um, I don't know how many times I've said it to To friends and family of mine um, How much we we miss him. We miss his presence, his physical presence. Um, he's the most. He's, he's probably one of the the most exciting strikers I've seen at Ibrox in a long time, but also most frustrating. I should I should say as well. You know, um, one hand you want to pat him on the back, and the other hand you want to choke him. Sometimes you know, but um. I just I just feel that we miss him. Like, I think the whole team balance isn't there when he's not playing, um, which I think you know it, it's quite obvious for for everybody to yeah. see really. And I just thought if that like, you guys kind of felt the same if the balance of the the team isn't there when he's not playing. Yeah, I mean I think we've done the Morelos misdemeanor side of things to death over the last couple mm. of weeks. So last night you you saw what he can bring, Gordon. I mean in in abundance. It's, it's the easiest question of the night is to ask you how big an impact. What about the, the balance of the team as Scott mentioned? Well, anybody I, I might be wrong here, Gordon. Is it twenty seven goals? Anybody that brings that to your team, obviously is a very important player for you. It's not just what he brings in goal. I thought his goals, his finishing last night was superb. But his overall link-up play has become so, so much better. And I watched Rangers on Saturday with the foe up there and they couldn't get out, they couldn't create anything. The minute he comes back, all of a sudden things happen. Candace looks sharp. Ken on the other uh, wing looks sharp. The full team fits round about him. And you've got to say, what a terrific season he's having. No, I, I mean, outstanding. What he brings to the team, Gordon's right. His goals are one thing, you know, and, and so important because 
That's why you pay the big money to get strikers in. And Rangers, you know, what they brought him in for was a snap. But what he gives the team in terms of holding things up and o- actually just occupying two and three players at a time to allow other space. I mean, you, you're playing against him. You just see the centre halves. There's sometimes two of them on his back, and he's got that strength and fight in him to hold them off. And uh, and it just creates space for others. But he always just he's got that knack that you know all good strikers are good at. Um, uh, apart from Gordon, that he's always <laughs> in the right place at the right time. I mean, goals like last night, um, where the ball's whipped across the box. A lot of times you see strikers perhaps pulling out, waiting for a cutback. He's there six yards out to tap it in. He's there six yards out to head it in. But then he's got the other side of his game where he can take a touch in his right and bullet it past the goalkeeper. Take a touch in his left, do the same. So he's, he's an absolute quality player who Rangers undoubtedly depend on at this moment. Scott, does he bring out the best in those round about him as well? I think, yeah, he definitely does. I mean, you've only got to look at like Candace with the assists as well. Um, I think Candace comes... And to, to a certain point, Ryan Kent as well. I mean, Ryan Kent's been magnificent on loan for us. Um, absolutely brilliant. Again, another young guy that's obviously been playing his trade in England and come up here for a wee bit of experience and stuff like that. But I think he does bring the best out of those those around him, you know, when he's on on top form sort of thing. I mean, I think I read somewhere online that his involvement in goals, goals and assists, only I think it's only Messi and Neymar in the whole of Europe have got more than him. So, uh, you know, I, th- I think that kind of speaks for itself and it's probably going to be quite difficult to hold on to him in the summer, I should imagine, but, you know, I think it's this one for, obviously, Stevie mm. Gerrard to kind of try I, and hold I, th- on I think him. the wide guys as well just know to put the ball in. When Morelos is playing, you look at Candace last night, the ball's actually almost behind him, but he, he just thinks, I don't care. I'll put this in a dangerous area, and I know the top striker is going to be there. And quite often he has, same with Kent on the other side. They don't hesitate when Morelos is playing. I think sometimes when he's not on the team, if it's Lafferty or Defoe, and I don't know why, because Defoe's a proven goal scorer, you see them hesitating to put the ball in. Whether that's Morelos saying to them before the game, you just put the ball in. Always remember, just Jim McIntyre used to say it to me at United as a kid. Don't you worry about anything. You just put the ball in. I'll be, I'll be in the box. And I know it's a different level, but perhaps Morelos is saying, just do it. I'll get in the end of it, and he certainly has. And did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you didn't get twenty-seven goals. That's why you're left in the cup final. <laughs> I suppose it's the variety of goals, though, Gordon, because you can. Talk about right place at the right time. I and mean, we know there's a bit, there's a lot goes into that because your movement has to be good, your anticipation. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not luck that these guys find themselves there. But then there are others like the fourth goal. I think you mentioned earlier on that was your favourite because that takes a lot of work on his own rather than relying on, um, you know, service from elsewhere. Yeah, the fourth one. I know that you can go back to the first one. He nearly misses, but he's in a fantastic position to put it in the back of net. Second one, it's all about the ball. Uh, it's a, a header, good header. Uh, the one he rifles into the, the the top corner, you can say that's a terrific goal as well. But the fourth one for me, because he didn't switch off. The commander were in control of the ball. He didn't switch off. He was alert in the box when it came to him. It was so quick, no defender could get to him. He just turned with his right and he fires it by the goalkeeper with his left. 
27 goals, Gordon, is a terrific return from him. It really is. And he's. I keep touching on his overall game as well. He brings so much to Rangers. He's a massive player for them. And that is a big question, and um, Scott said it there. You don't know if they can hold on to him at the end of the season, but I'm sure every Rangers fan will hope that they can. 82 and a half minutes gone Valencia won Celtic nil Celtic have been down to 10 men For most of the evening Jerry, Jeremy Tolian We are now starting to sound Like a broken record Mark Wilson But it's it's because the game Has taken on a, a similar pattern Celtic have done a lot right Scott yeah. Brown in particular Seems to be at the heart Of a lot of good things That Celtic mm-hmm. are doing um, But it's, it's just been Nowhere near enough On the night And certainly over the, over, the two legs Over the two legs Obviously the home leg Has killed them And the individual mistakes That that happened in that night But one thing's for sure Looking at this tonight It's not your typical Celtic performance Away from home Even The ones in the Europa League That we've seen uh, In the past Where they go um, And Perhaps play open and expansive, but are are so weak defensively. It's 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 been miles away from that. I think they they look so comfortable in the ball, and I think even their passing when they've when they've passed the ball, they've done it with a purpose. I think they've been excellent. I really thought the Valencia winger was going to wrap that right into the top corner as you were praising Celtic there, but he didn't. It was blocked, <laughs> um, and arms. someone is down has taken a sore one. I think it may be Christopher Ayer. Um, it's Johnny Hayes Johnny Hayes I they, think they, he, they look he, similar though Don't they so. Ayers got a bit of cramp Gordon He's Oh they're down. both down yeah. There we go That's my excuse But yeah. Johnny Hayes Has taken a sore one Christopher Ayer Just stretching a bit of cramp There as well 83 and a half minutes gone So we'll bring you The full time story When we get it And there will still be time For you to get your reaction in So uh, do it When the, when the full time whistle goes Tonight's teaser then I'm looking for The last 10 managers Who have lost Scottish Cup finals you have made a very good start Stephen Robinson Derek McInnes Mark Warburton And Jackie McNamara Is Peter Houston must be one With Dundee United No he won it With Dundee United But with Falkirk He oh, lost Was it Falkirk? Yes I Great I, shout I, I'm thinking they're the ones that Peter see. Houston yes I, was, I wasn't I was going to give you it Because yeah. you said Dundee United oh, right. Pat Fenlon Oh What a shout The mushroom Okay Hey one or you walk up Tinto <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Is that a private joke to you? No, Would you like, would you like to share that with the audience <laughs> my, my hill walking Have you been out doing a bit of hill walking I, I, I enjoy a bit self. of hill walking to, to clear the mind now and then And I came in and Daz Daz found it funny That <laughs> 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 I go out walking and, and take in the Scottish scenery What's wrong with that? Up ten toys cell How sad is that? How is that sad? So, so what I've de- hold on What I've decided to do is He's invited me So yep. we're going to conquer Tinto Soon The two of you Yeah Imagine it I, I can imagine me Getting him CPR <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to, So hold on You go you go cycling Do you not You get the lycra on And you go oh, on the bike So today, is that yeah. is that more That's acceptable than, than his hill walking Yeah I think so I mean I've seen you in lycra And let me tell you It's well, far from acceptable I'm very good Have you seen him up Tinto At least I take a banana And my rucksack To go up Tinto <laughs> No the old lycra I, I never thought for one minute That he would park a car and walk up Tinto Why? What's up with that? You just don't seem that type of guy Oh I love my scenery But we're anyway, all going Anyway you are more than welcome yeah. To join me anytime guys We'll have a good time I think the reason he's upset Is it was maybe not the walk in itself But it was the selfie video on Instagram that oh, I think that's tipped him I over the tired. edge Was that yeah, necessary? I, I was tired Oh yeah Just to show how hard it was In a cloudy day Oh it was good I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge Great stuff It's not that much of a challenge by the way I think uh, I think it's a, it's a beginner's route I would imagine I'm Is that fair? That. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's speak to Chris in Thornley Bank. Hopefully, bring some sense back to this. Hi, Chris. 
How are we doing, guys? All right? Yes. Okay. What's on your mind? Kind of similar point to the last caller, but um, it's just basically, I think Morelos to be a hugely frustrating figure. For my money, he's probably the best striker in the Scottish League. But these petulant off-the-ball challenges, where we end up missing him for games. I know he's been hard done by a couple of times, there's been challenge, uh, red cards rescinded and things like that, but the stupid off-the-ball petulant side of him, I think he, he needs to cut out his game. You saw what he brought to the team last night. I mean, Kamarnock's a team that we've struggled with for a long, long time. And for me last night, even before they went the man down, I thought Rangers were dominant. Morelos was leading the line well. And I just thought, you know, he's brought back that kind of fire and everything's going through Morelos. And you see how much we missed him on Saturday, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I did stress earlier that it was important just, just today to, to look at what Morelos does well because he had a very good night last night. But then now reality does hit home because you, you look at the weekend and he, he won't be there. So um, can, yet again, we ask the question, can someone else fill those boots on Saturday? We're not seeing much proof that, that they can, but someone's going to have to. I don't mind somebody, you know, I don't mind somebody getting sent off or, you know, maybe going in a bit strong in a 50-50. These things happen, but it's a petulant off-the-ball incidents. Mm. Well, I, th- I think that's a big talking point about that's his part of his game and how he goes about it. Uh, but he certainly is the main striker. Of course he'll be missed because he brings so much to the team. And um, when you score four goals like last night, the one thing as a striker, you're looking forward to the next game and it's so frustrat- frustrating for him and everybody concerned that he's going to miss the next game. So that's a big part of his game He needs to start controlling Because he's so important to the mm. team But they should have someone to fill in Because they've got Lafferty Who they got from Hearts Who was on fire And they got Defoe Who is a proven goal scorer Rangers should have enough mm. For Morelos to miss out And somebody to fill his boots Not to take his place But to fill mm. in from where he left off But they close <coughs> to Just aren't performing at the minute uh, thank you to Chris and Thornley Bank uh, Let's have a quick look at Twitter What we got oh, Devil Woman says Funny how it takes five days To mention the Chris Boyd incident And only cause you feel you have to Double standards as usual I don't mind a bit of criticism Be helpful if you told the truth though Because that was mentioned On Monday night show The very next day So where we're getting this five days from I have no idea Just be accurate I think that's all we ask uh, What about the teaser though Since 2000 No that's a lie We're looking for the last 10 I forgot I changed it We're looking for the last 10 oh, so Since 2000 no, Remember I told 10. you Chris was initially Looking oh, for right, 17 right. But I chopped it was in half Was Jim Duffy one? No we're looking for the last 10 losing managers On the Scottish Cup final So you've got loads of them You've got Stephen Robinson Derek McInnes Mark Warburton Peter Houston Jackie McNamara Pat Fenn You've actually done them in order Pretty much Right hold on Here's one Well did, did, Not quite Did Ronnie Dyla miss out On a treble In the final? Semi-final Semi-final Behave Twice right, the, ma- uh, the Motherwell manager I'm I'm stuck Oh here the, we go Is this the final That's the that you one claim that you scored I, 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 I ever tell you about this Dad I scored Scored our Scottish Cup final once It was a Stephen, three three it was a Stephen yeah. Craig And own goal But he's adamant That he scored oh, it. So right, who was right, the Motherwell manager? manager Was it Barakoff No Was uh Mark McGee Mark McGee Wasn't Butcher nope. Uh, who, who's, who, well, who's, come on, Motherwell's your team I'll give you some thinking time And we'll get the full time story from the Mestaya next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years 
Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It has finished in the Mestaya So we'll bring you the full time story very soon indeed um, From Alison Conroy You two are going about this teaser We're looking for the last 10 managers Who lost Scottish Cup finals Guys like Stephen Robinson Derek McInnes Mark Warburton Peter Houston Jackie McNamara Pat Fenlon Right we've got a cracker You've got a cracker have you? Yeah, you excited about this one? Yeah. Is they, it really? They turn up and kill Right Ron Alexander Nah <laughs> <laughs> He's done his hair He's done his <laughs> just, 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 just to give you Just to give you an insight At the break These two idiots Were high-fiving <laughs> each other Jumping about Cheering <laughs> Celebrating So chuffed with themselves That they got Ron Alexander That was in you he wasn't the one That was in 2006 So he's just out what with The, the oh. last ten I hope I, you feel very oh stupid man, John Hughes here. Yes Four Great I've shout. no idea I know you got there uh, Falkirk against Rangers oh. Was Gus McPherson one? Nope League Cup won him I think I think a Dundee manager Is in there But still to get the Motherwell manager Oh the one that you'd scored But didn't score Aye him. Aye I can't who, remember I was too busy celebrating To see who was on the touchline <laughs> Bar- did I say Barraclough? It's not Barraclough It's not Barraclough I mean Gordon, Gordon Yell We've got You know You're the re- You're the resident Muddle fan oh, and, no, and you don't know this Hold on What about Dunfermline one? Hold on a second It's full time in Valencia Like I say Let's now get the story from Alison Full time in the Mestaya Valencia 1 Celtic 0 Celtic's Europa League campaign Ends here in Spain Johnny Hayes set, up, set Celtic up for a chance In the 10th minute His corner reached Christopher Iyer in the box His initial shot was blocked Then he fired over at the bar Celtic were then down to 10 men in the 37th minute. Jeremy Tolyan sent off for a second booking. Then before the break, Scott Brain with a great save, pushing Piero's effort over the bar. Into the second half, Christopher Iyer did have a chance heading Ryan Christie's free kick, but he put it wide of the net. Then the 70th minute, Valencia took the lead. Gamarino collected and fired the ball through Scott Bain's legs for the opener. Deep into injury time, Scott Bain with a save, blocking Lee shots to finish the game at 1-0. So it's now back to domestic action for Celtic for the rest of the season as their European adventure here ends in the Messiah. Full-time Valencia 1, Celtic 0. So there we go, Celtic lose on the night, they lose overall and they are out of the Europa League. Mark Wilson, how would you reflect on it? Yeah, well, hugely disappointing from the first leg um, And that's where a lot of the damage was done um, Valencia, there's no shame I said that last week There's no shame losing to Valencia You know, sitting 8th place in La Liga You know, beating teams like Man United there And, and Juventus only scraped by them The Champions League Drew at the new Camp So good, good team And tonight Celtic proved that they, they could go toe-to-toe with them They lost a man at a... A, a crucial time in the game I thought Because Celtic were firmly on top As soon as they lose a man Valencia started coming into the game And Valencia then deserved to win the game But I still think Celtic take Huge credit from Their second leg performance Even with 10 men When they were hanging on They still looked a threat They still looked to go forward With the ball and their passes And uh, it, it just goes to show you Brendan Rodgers can change it Didn't really change the style of play But changed the formation And it worked uh, to a certain extent tonight But again Hugely disappointing uh, I'm sure for the fans And Brendan That they couldn't progress Past this past uh, this stage of the competition Overall Gordon DL Out at the same stage As last season So on one hand They, they got through the, the, the group they, mm-hmm. they, they made it to, to European football After Christmas And then fell 
At the next hurdle How would you reflect Overall On Celtic's European campaign Yeah It wasn't the worst Gordon I think the damage For tonight Was done last week At Celtic Park When at home They lost 2-0 Their performance tonight Up until 5-10 minutes Before half time And down to 10 men I thought was excellent Thought the shape was excellent Everybody working Very very hard And some of the defending The second half Was excellent You've got to say And <clears throat> Nobody likes losing but I'm sure uh, Brendan Rodgers will be quite happy with the commitment and the performance and everything that went on tonight and he's looking forward to domestic football now against Motherwell on Sunday. Yes, back to the domestic stuff this weekend. Should be another big weekend of Scottish football. Uh, we'll be here all weekend, in fact. It's a seven-day week. Cannot beat it. Two big games oh. on <laughs> Sunday as well. What else have you got for us on this teaser since two... Th- no, I keep going to read the original question. Sorry, ignore me. We're looking for the last 10 losing managers in Scottish Cup finals. You've got most of them. You've got John Hughes, mm. Pat Fenlon, Jackie McNamara Peter Houston, Mark Warburton Derek McInnes Stephen Robinson <laughs> Ivan Golag <laughs> No <laughs> I thought, Is this some sort of joke That I'm missing out on You can't be serious Are you? The last 10 Oh So oh, you see one at in 94 <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you blame that one? <laughs> it's on the bench for that one. Sometimes I wish I had a different partner in this. We're only 94. Going, we're only going back. 94. Go. Ivan Golak. How do you. I mean, we're only looking for the uh, last 10. Right, I'm, I'm thinking Dunfermline. Uh, was Stephen Kenny the Dunfermline manager and Celtic beating him? Yes, but he was the. 11th ago Oh you're oh. talking I thought that was 2009 Jim McIntyre Did we see him? Right I'll give you a, I'll give you a bit of a help In fact it won't help you two Because you in particular Gordon are hopeless When it comes to years <laughs> We're going back to The 2008 final Because Pat <laughs> Fenlon lost two So I'm asking you For the last 10 oh, managers right, That he right, counts right, twice Right, right. So we we're going back To the 2008 yeah, the final nightmare. If you can remember Who played in that one Is that Rangers against Dundee? Did Amaruso not score? 1 0. I think um, you're um, about um, five years old. Only five. Go Get back to Go Lang. That sounded a better shout. I even go 2000 and sorry, what'd you say? You're going back to 2008. 2008, aye. You're looking for 2008, <laughs> should, should 2010, and 2011. Mm. 2008, 11, 10. I've right. got a chance. Right. Who was your mother will manager? <laughs> I mean, Gordon Dale, seriously. <laughs> how, how do you not know this? Because uh, I have no idea. See if you listen carefully. You, you I can probably... hear. I can hear people actually shouting at the radio because this is easy. It's an easy one. You're, you've been a. You always tell us you're no a big Motherwell fan. Big Motherwell fan. Don't no. tell me. Don't tell me. We're actually finding out that you're not. No Terry Butcher. No. <laughs> Morris Malpass. No. Did he not take over for no a Mark bit? McGee? No Tom McLean. <laughs> Tommy McLean. <laughs> <laughs> Well what if I told you that Craig Brown started that Scottish Cup run He he did a lot of the work But he wasn't there by the time the final came around <laughs> And now I am struggling I think Craig Brown was there up to and including the quarter final Something like that Around that time anyway Hope I've got my years right That doesn't matter You're still looking for this guy Even Kenny if Shields? I'm talking rubbish He was not the no, manager no. no No another one No No Naming managers now. I'm just, I'm just holding the time runs. <laughs> When's that tune coming up? <laughs> Fancy a tinto. <laughs> ah, no, we're struggling. We're he struggling. was probably the 
best Motherwell manager of the last 10 years or whatever In terms of what he achieved with with league finishes and oh, so on Stuart McCall. <laughs> Stuart oh, McCall Come on <laughs> You two are hopeless, oh. mate. Right, hopeless What have we got to get? Just one? Two 2008 oh, and 2010 2010 uh, was <laughs> what, Were you at Celtic in 2010? <laughs> Where were you in yes. Were you at Celtic? You must have played who, it Who put you out? In 2010 Oh uh, uh, Derek Adams Ross County Yes Yes oh, Mushroom I've got He's got a send in my list as well I forgot to see him uh, Derek Adams right, You've got one more 2008 2008 Come on Who would have played You're good at Well you. Hibs Hibs lost No Rangers oh, no. won Rangers won Who lost oh, I'll tell you that you <laughs> One of Mark Wilson's favourite teams That's all I'm saying To regular listeners of the show We'll get that Queen, Queen of South um, QOS QOS Who's Who the manager? Quick 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 You know him as well Gordon Chisholm Yes Yes ah, I haven't got there No problem Well done Thank you Mark and Gordon We're back tomorrow From 6 o'clock With Hugh and DJ And Callum Gallagher Is up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.